fellas gather around listen to me. i'm about to put y'all on because somebody put me on so i'm sharing this wealth of knowledge i got in my quest to manifest magnificence in this kind of famous lifestyle i found this product called a perfect gentleman by touch body works at evoketouch.com let me tell you what it smells like though this joke is crisp man it's clean it's not too masculine it's right at that sweet spot men love it women adore it that simple man let me tell you something about this product man it's all handmade it's all natural no synthetics no chemicals it's natural the way we need things man matter of fact it's so natural you can eat it but don't seriously don't not only that we talking about supporting small business that's a black owned small business and i want y'all all over that evoketouch.com e-v-o-k-e touch.com Get something for yourself and jump on that perfect gentleman while you're over there. Get something for your mom and then tell your mama I said hi. I'm Kind of Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Lester Bro. New week, new episode. Every Thursday, right here on iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean. And of course, if you want to get some of that, uh, how you say? What do you, what do you say? What do you say? Uh, more content, more information, go over to the Facebook page. Kind of Famous Pod on Facebook and Twitter. K I N D A Famous Pod P O D. Jesus, I messed that up, huh? Um, K I N D A Famous Pod P O D. There you go. Now that sound like I normally said. Um, on the uh, social media. Uh, let's see. Arrow Films, arrowfilms.com. That's the personal website. That's where you go to find everything from photography. I got some dope ass photography. I'm about to start posting up here soon. So just know that. Be on the lookout for that. Also is where you can go um, see whatever I'm working on. I got some new shit that I'm going to be working on real soon uh, that I'm going to talk about. Of course, I've been talking about the book, Wi-Fi Rock Bottom, something about meth. If you look in the uh, show links and information, you can go buy that book off of there, uh, from there, or you can buy it off of the Facebook, uh, off of the Arrow Films website. And while you're at Arrow Films, you can get them clean ass people collectors or the I'm Kind of Famous podcast t-shirt. And you can also, what else? What else? YouTube. Go over to YouTube, man. A lot of clips. I'm starting to put more clips from the podcast up. I got some new projects I'm working on. So um, you'll see more video content that is not related to the I'm Kind of Famous podcast. But um, yeah. Uh, hold on, man. My phone's going off, texting and all this kind of shit. Bam, vibrate. There we go. And uh, what else? I think that's it. I think I hit all the plugs. Um, if not, shit, I got an hour to figure it out, so I will. Now, first off, uh, it is with heavy heart. Now I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be bullshitting like that, cause you know. I honestly I get annoyed when like people be super amped up and then all of a sudden they get somber, you know, on the news and whatnot. But uh big shouts out to all the uh everybody in Houston trying to recover from Hurricane Harvey. Um, you know, that shit's big. That shit was awful. I got a partner, my big pot my main partner, my homie, his sister. And them, some half his family damn near is in Houston. His sister, he was telling me how his sister was, um, his sister was, uh, oh, uh, stranded inside of a building, you know, at, at stranded at her job for like days. And, uh, you know, it was some time before they got out. I think it was like a week. And see, she worked at the police department. So, um, you know, there was a situation where a police officer got swept off and killed and all that. And then from there, they was like, ain't none of y'all leaving. Everybody stay in. So, you know, he was caught. She was caught up into that. 
Then his other sister uh, and them, his other family members that live in the, um, uh, another part of uh, the H was uh, affected by it as well and lost a lot of stuff. Well, they got a lot of flooding. They got to rework on that. They got a little bit of, little piece of paper in their pocket. So they should be pretty decent. But honestly, like when you talk about a whole city that not just, like, it's not like a regular um, flood. You know what I mean? Like, this is like a once, not, damn, they say that ain't damn near a once in a lifetime. This is like once in a, you know what I mean? Like, once in a forever type of joint. So, but it was one of the things that just kind of, that happened. And, um, shout out to everybody there, you know. Everybody know, look, Dallas and Houston don't, you know, they kind of really, like don't really mess with each other like that so it's just like you know you kind of get all the 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 shit talking going on but then when you see how big and how bad it is it's like man you can't do nothing but have love for your people because in the end of the day man people losing their whole homes they whole houses they whole lives and shit um i read somewhere that like the the masters and unheard and unreleased music from pimp c or ugk um is gone this is gone like all these probably uh prizely possessions are just gone and not just you know that's that's on the music end but like people personal items you know um just out there man i'm on the i'm on instagram i'm looking at all these rap cats that i know you know just like it's you they showing you what it look like it's awful you imagine running through a city and it's on a boat. You just going through your city on a boat. You know what I mean? Water all the way up to the fucking ceiling. That's just crazy. On some real life Atlantis shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's, that's no joke, man. A lot of money. They say billions of dollars to repair one city. You know what I mean? Like, but. At the same time, I'm 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 gonna touch on this little topic for a little bit. So just sit down. We're gonna talk a little bit about this shit, and um, you know, and I'm gonna go get over there to old Jolo's thing. So you just you you sit tight, and I don't know y'all may like what I gotta say, may not. But you know, one thing about this coach shit, and I'm over here. I got the news on while I'm while I'm recording the show, and I'm it got the shit about Irma. Uh, people in Florida stacking up and shit like that. Because uh, we about, you know, second and another round. Man, you know what? I might spend a little bit of time on this. So, I don't know where you can fast forward to, but if you don't want to hear all this shit, but I'm going to talk about it. Uh, you know, a lot of these, uh, and I'm going to say some inflammatory shit. So, I don't even want to preface this. You know my show. You know I say whatever the fuck I want to say. Uh, but, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these fucking joints, like, yeah, people ain't supposed to be living out here. Like, Houston is built up as one of the biggest cities in the world, period. I mean, the uh, country, period. But, like, you think about Galveston, Corpus, all these, like, shoreline cities and shit. And, like, Miami. Like, people ain't supposed to live over there. That's just supposed to be, like, a little quick hangout, a little cool, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, you get out. But people want to live by the ocean. People want to live there. They put their house on the stilts. They got all these solutions. But you ain't really supposed to be living over there because of that kind of shit, because of the storms, the tropical storms, the the the, the potential for flood and all the rain and the hurricanes. Like, people ain't supposed to live there. And so when the flood is so uh, uh, catastrophic, you know, I think Obama signed the thing basically saying, like, nah, we ain't developing no more on the, like, like, it's too much, it's too much of a risk and we never should have. We never fucking should have. And so, like, I can't say that really for Houston, like I said, but, like, some of those, like, resort type of places, cities, and, like, like Miami, like, you know, uh, like, some places can't help it, like the Cubas and the fucking Puerto Ricos and shit like that, but, like, come on, man. I hope, I hope when I put this out, um, I, uh, Irma has, is, is basically kind of leaving... Um, Costa Rica or some shit like that. So, so I'm not sure, and I'm just watching it. I'm not sure 
by the time y'all hear this, what ha- would have ha- would have happened? But man, Florida people, I hope y'all got the fuck out. I hope y'all learned something from Katrina and Harvey that like don't risk that shit. And part of that city, honestly, in my opinion at least, is because the fucking whole country moves off of what New York does. And New York had a few duds that didn't really seem as bad as they were supposed to be or wasn't as bad as they was hyped up be. And people were like, nah, I'm chilling. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. I'm chilling. Don't heed warnings. And then this sort of thing happened. Now, they say Houston was a little bit different. I don't know. I don't know what they see. I don't know what the people saw that led people not to take action and get out. But let's just be smart, people. You know, you know this shit, man. It's a storm, yo. You see, you see what can happen. Now I'm gonna get off of that. Joe Osteen. Joe Osteen. Everybody was giving Joe Osteen shit. And I really wasn't paying attention. I'm gonna tell you why I wasn't paying attention. I don't really get caught up in too much negative. I talk a lot of shit, but I don't really get caught up in too much negative shit like that. You got all these people in, in, in ruins, all these people in shit, and we sitting up criticizing this man for not opening up a church. That's his church. That's his building. It's his property. And I know, understand, like, niggas don't want to give him a pass and this, that, and third. That's cool. You ain't got to. Ain't nobody asking you to. He probably ain't asking you to either. But really, it's just about money. Don't act like because this nigga's like the godly man and all this kind of shit is that that's the reason. No, it's about money. Y'all feel like because he take a lot of money in from people that he should have opened. We don't know the situation. I, I see a lot of fucking posts from people I know that was stranded saying like, nah, you couldn't have gotten that church. And then when people start bitching, it was like after the fact. And then you got other people that twist that around. So I don't know. I wasn't there. But I'm telling you, if you weren't there, just chill out. For real, just chill the fuck out. Stop fucking criticizing that shit because you weren't there. None of us was there. You understand? So if the people there ain't really tripping, man, the people there ain't got time to trip on that shit. They trying to find, they trying to seek and find shelter. They trying to get back some of their possessions. They trying to find food. They trying to get something to drink. They trying to rebuild their life. So tripping on Joe about that shit, it's a mega church. Again, true enough, all that shit. He did open his doors. And then y'all niggas still bitching. If it was me, I'd be like, all right, well, get the fuck out of my shit. Personally. I'd be like, all you blame your motherfuckers in Dallas keep talking about all that shit. I open these doors so y'all can get in here. Be cool. Like, come on now. Y'all people who need help ain't bitching like that. It's us who 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 still went home, got a got a uh got a nice warm meal that day, was dry that day. I can understand people being pissed off in Houston because they been getting rained on all day. Rain coming from the earth, rain coming from the heavens. They ain't trying to hear none of that. Like they I get them being pissed off. But don't be at a distance pissed off, man. And motherfuckers like, well, the pressure of the social media got to them. Yeah, maybe. Shit. But at the same time, when you in the public eye, any kind of criticism eventually will get to you, even if it's warranted or not. End of the day, still his shit. My shit. Don't don't stop watching another motherfucker's abundance. That's his abundance. Ain't your job to count somebody else's abundance. You use your abundance how you want to. Motherfucker be saying this shit and then walk past a homeless man, don't give him no change. Walk past a motherfucker with a sign, don't give him no dollar, don't give him no meal. So it's all right for you to use your abundance how you want to use your abundance, but another man can't use his abundance, his blessing. I, and I don't even really fuck with your old thing like that, but I fuck with my shit how I fuck with my shit. So I get it. But y'all niggas was wildin' though, Joe boy. I like, damn. You, I don't know, man. I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I, I don't get too caught up in that bullshit. I like negative shit, but I don't like that kind of negative shit. Not, not just. I, I don't know, man. I think. I think sometimes, man, we get we we in this we in this culture of criticizing. 
I like talking shit. I like having fun. I like, you know, ribbing shit. You know what I mean? Angry, all this kind of shit, roasting, whatever. But man, you I can only criticize some shit for so long. Like for real, like even Trump, like Trump, I'm tired. Not even that I'm tired, it's like, I ain't gonna say nothing new. And honestly, if he wasn't the president, I'd be like, this nigga Trump is a fool. Like, he be on some funny shit sometimes. Low-key hilarious, but I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, you can only complain for so long. And I think, honestly, I think what it was is that round-the-clock round coverage for me of this fucking flood. Like, once you get past the news part of it, the coverage on TV of the flood to me was two things. News people were in the way. These motherfuckers trying to rebuild. You want to interview somebody. It's, it's, it's taking work off the ground that could be done. One. Two, like, after a while, it's like TV becomes Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you got the news. You got the information. You see that it's bad. And then all I'm seeing is the same reports I would have just seen on Facebook. So chill out. I hate round the cut clock coverage on any fucking thing let it go fucking somebody shoot up a place ain't no new information we just want to remind you that we still out here waiting for some new information i didn't crash in when you got that shit at this point once the shooting is over we find out what we find out how we find out ain't no need to be out there all day speaking of news coverage speaking of little news coverage Oh, shit. I was about to say one thing, and I looked up and saw this shit about DACA. So here's the deal. I don't, hold on. I don't, damn, I feel like I'm going to talk about news the whole goddamn show. Hold on. Before I jump on the DACA, uh, this weekend, <laughs> shit, because I don't want to get right into no more extra shit. This weekend, I went to the, uh, I did some shooting. Um, Actually, man, I'm straight up, though. A lot of time. I find myself, damn, I think I may already said this shit, but I find myself damn near complaining about, like, my opportunities, the chances I get. Man, I had a really good summer. And when I say really good summer, I mean a really busy summer. A really busy summer mean a very exhausting summer. I, I had to I had to say no to shit because I had I already had commitments. You know what I mean? Like, that's where you want to be. With what I do, that's where you want to be. Where you working so much that you already had commitments. And I realized like being organized is very important, which I do a pretty good job at. Uh in terms of the work goes, workflow goes. And I also realized like the deficient like I'm I'm for real about promotion and I'm for real about doing business and I'm for real about that. And so when I see other people don't do it well and you try to help them with that shit. And and you, cause you, I mean, I I know I had an eye for certain shit, cause I see my things work without, you know what I mean? Like I know what I'm doing, and you try to help somebody, and they just don't see that vision for their own shit the way you can see it. It's like it's so micro in terms of how to, and I'm like looking at like. Dude, you not realize how big this shit can be. And that's like, I find myself having that conversation a lot now because I only want to fuck with people who got something that can be big. And it's not so I can be a part of it. It's like, oh, I want that for them. And so I'll be willing to help them get to that. And, and so uh, sometimes I over, I can't find myself overbooking myself for shit. Because I want to help the people I want to help. And then I want to do this dope ass work at the same time. And so this was the first time in a while that I was like, nah, I can't. I can't do that to me anymore. Because I I work like I do a lot of fucking work. And it's just not like like I, I started this podcast. Um, I, I start creating other different kinds of content. Then on, then it's like content that I do that I don't even get credit for. I don't even get like I don't get a name check for real, for real. So it's just like I'm doing that. Then I turn around and honestly, man, I do the photography shit. I strictly do photography for fun. 
like it, it really is like cathartic for me it's like it's like a mental massage and so then i'm doing shoots which booking that type of shit gets stressful because motherfuckers are non-committal so that is like still in time for me and see one thing about sometimes people the best way to convince a person who don't know their own value or their own worth is to convince them that they're coming up by fucking with you and Sometimes you can see that with with the photography shit. So for me, I don't really have that personally. But I see a lot of other photographers locally, like they work with certain people thinking that they coming up. And they not because that person has convinced them that by working with them, it's an opportunity and it's not. And that's all they doing is wasting your time. I've come, I've, I put myself in this place where like everybody that I work with in some form, I'm helping them help me, but they are helping me help them. You know what I'm saying? Like it can't be one way. You cannot work one way. If you work on one way streets, you only like it, there is no return. There's nothing coming from you as you go for it. You always got to work on a two-way street. If I help you, that should be coming back. And so one thing with this podcast, as I was getting interviews and stuff like that, like I was realizing like, yo, certain people that you think will be coming your direction, don't. You help them get to where they going, but they don't necessarily help you get back. And so now a lot of what I do is about to get back. I'm going to help, but I got to get the get back. And this summer, man, I did so much shit. <laughs> and there was a lot of get back. And that that's dope. And over the weekend, you know, we've been, you know, I did all these EFC podcasts or EFC related podcasts for the event that happened over the weekend. And I'm going to tell you, one of the most rewarding things that I had at that event was before the event, I'm talking to the play-by-play team and we having like the little production meeting and shit. And what was dope was I'm about to interview and I I forget how this happened. I was bitching about something because some fuck nigga was trying to downplay me to somebody else about the shit that I do. Like, I'm cool with, you ain't got to like my work, but you don't disrespect my work. I know what I put in it. I know the perception it has. I know the value in it. I may not boast about it all the fucking time, but I know I'm making dope shit. So for a motherfucker to try to downplay me to another motherfucker just so you can get more FaceTime, I was not with that shit. So I was fucking like, I was on that edge and we was talking about that a little bit. And then we got off that shit. And then somehow they brought it back to me to talk about like the K side series I do for EFC and just like like how they feel about it, the emotion that they get from it and the storytelling that goes with it and the develop like all the shit that I thought like I'm slicking in there that people ain't really noticed and they was kind of talking about it in a way that I'm like, damn, that shit was working. Damn, I did that shit ex- that execute exactly where I want them to think when they start to think about all little pieces and the fact that they was pointing that out to me was kind of dope. So it was like, damn, man, like that work is for real. And then, you know, there is a major conflict. There was a major, major conflict over the weekend between two of the fighters. And I was like, damn, this is going to be crazy as fuck. This is going to be personal. And I'm interviewing and I'm, I'm asking questions. I'm getting some of the behind the scenes and I get this one part behind the scenes that was so fucking dope that I was like, yo, this is a fucking moment if there is none. That's what I work for these moments, right? And so I'm shooting this. I catch this great moment backstage. And then it was crazy. Like after the fights, motherfuckers hit me like, you got some good content, didn't you? 
you got some good content there. I know it's gonna be good. I know it's gonna look good. I know the K-Side gonna look good this time. That I'm like, damn, motherfuckers is really talking about the K-Side shit. Fucking uh uh today, earlier today, I'm talking to another cat who was in the, who had a fight, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, Man, I bet. I cannot wait for you to put the case out together because it's so, I know you, I know you and your mic was picking up all this and picking up all that. And I'm just like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Like these fighters damn near anticipating the case out more than they want. They fight. They just want to be a part of the storyline. And that's fucking insane. Like that's something I created on a whim. Like, yo, how can I take backstage and make it something? And so I was tired, yo, like, the whole night, I was just fucking tired. I've been working. I, I've not really had a break since May. And every time I'm about, like, I, I'm, I'm trying to get a break now. And Thursday, I got to shoot. Friday, a motherfucker wants to shoot. And Saturday, I know I got some shit to do. And, like, well, okay, I'm recording this on Monday, uh, Tuesday. So, like, like people keep trying to I'm trying to get a break in, but it's like people come to me with dope ass ideas. If you come in with a dope I, dope idea, we doing it. Fuck that. I'll move shit around for some dope shit. But like, yeah, it was just like dope. That motherfucker was like really legit, like fucking with the um the product. And uh I really appreciate that shit um but it's a great event overall a lot of good fights a lot of good things went down and uh i i start, i filmed i was shooting a, a new project that i was thinking about doing this about spotlight i spotlight one of the uh fighters um I, I, and i was telling this story and it's crazy man um when i was talking to the person interviewing them, they were saying some like crazy deep shit and like I know how people perceive this person and the story she was telling me, I was just like, yo, I'm about to make probably make people like respect the person more than just a fighter. Because now like now I'm like, yo, I want to tell a bigger story than I thought I want to tell in the first place. So uh, I, I can honestly say um, this weekend I finished a documentary. Um, by accident <laughs> so um i don't know when i'm when that's gonna drop because i got a lot of fucking content to go through i got a lot of content i need to find and i still need to produce some shit that's overdue as well so the efc k side series has just raised the fucking bar and we had the best show we ever had in terms of the live event there's some things we need to change and I'm definitely going to be on some motherfuckers next about it because we got to get better. But overall, ain't no motherfucker in this fucking state doing this shit better than we doing it. I put that on anything. I come for it. Come for it. I guarantee ball for ball we got this shit. EFC. So make sure you go to EFC fight on um, EFCfight.com or Facebook.com slash EFC Wichita. Now, Let's see. Oh, before I get into some more bullshit from the week. Um, damn, man, it's so crazy. Well, I say DACA. That's what I'm going to come back with. Next third, next Friday. Next Friday. Big news. Big news. I'm not throwing. You know, I'm going to repeat this at the end. Big news. Next Friday here in Wichita, we're going to do our first live. Not live, live, but like live show. Meaning, gonna do that event with the audience, the whole thing. Q and A. Uh, it's kind of overdue, <laughs> but we're gonna do it. Uh, I'm going over to the Queen X. <coughs> excuse me, Queen X September issue lunch party. Or it's not a lunch party. It's the release party. There we go. The September issue of the queen x magazine i'm going to that event it's gonna be mostly women event so women come out get pampered the fuck up go to you gotta go to the facebook because i don't have anything pulled up i'm just sitting here talking and looking at the news so uh go over to the kind of famous podcast i got a little fucking thing on there but 
you can also uh you can see in terms of the information of where it's at what time it's gonna be next friday that's the 15th from i think it's five to eight five to nine some shit like that six to nine something like that go to the web go to the thing you'll see it um and it'll be right there, but we're going to do a live event. I'm going to interview Autumn Black. She's the CEO and owner of Queen X Magazine, Life, Women's Lifestyle Magazine. It's pretty fucking dope. And she's going to have some events, women getting pedicures, manicures, eyelashes done, some other shit. You know what I mean? So I'm going to be out there. I'm going to try to rock that place. We're going to do an interview with the people. Let them do some Q&A. And I'm going to see what I can do, get some of these jokes out. You know, when I'm with a, when I'm with a crowd, it's a whole different situation. You know what I mean? I'm really trying to make jokes. Here, I just be fucking talking. Y'all want to see some entertainment? You want to see me entertain? Come on out to that thing. Come on out to that thing. It's, it's, a, it's a head charge on that, though. So, go over there, figure it out, or go to Queen X, um, the Queen X Facebook page or social media, Queen X, all that kind of deal. Uh, Autumn Black So we're gonna do that Have fun man She really be making moves Out here nigga. If you fuck if, Every female I know Know who the motherfucker is Well not every female no. Every black girl In the motherfucker Know who she is So I mean But that's good man That means she making moves Her magazine is very Fucking sharp Magazine is very crisp Very clean Um, It really stands up there With some of the other Magazines that's out there That's not black on So you know Quality Quantity um, and people just know the name and it's good. That's what it's supposed to be. And she's just selling them things. And it's a really good magazine, man. Good quality to it. So come out. Support black business. Support local shit. If you're in the Wichita area, let's do it, man. I'm going to be out there. Come holler at your boy. All right. Now. Let's get into this bullshit. Actually, I'm going to get into this DACA shit. So DACA, that is um, basically... The situation in which uh, <clears throat> immigrants who were born as who the children of immigrants uh, was was granted citizenship. Obama did that shit because it was like, how do you send somebody back to a country that they don't even know? Now, you had some, you know, things that had to stay in place. You had to fucking make sure you was working. You had to do all these other things. The law about it says so on and so forth. Now, um, uh. Uh, y'all's president um decided that he don't fuck with it, and really, I don't even want to say put that on him like that. It was always a problem with the conservative party, and he just backing it up, more inflamed. And uh, there is some racism and some racial connotation to all this shit. To say it's not as bullshit, but I ain't gonna jump too deep on that. But here's the deal. You got all these corporations like, yo, man, chill the fuck out. Man, I, 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 I plead for you not to do this. The reason why is because if you do the dock, it's going to fuck up a lot of industry. And motherfuckers don't realize that because he was, they were so hell bent on the whole, like, on the whole, um, well, what is it? Immigration shit. It's all about immigration, right? But see, this is all like, if you ain't white, when you if you ain't white, you ain't right type shit. So, all these kids are gonna get deported possibly. On top of the other deportation shit we fucking with, and I think a lot of these companies saying you fucking up business now, because you gotta think like all immigrants ain't Mexico. I don't give a fuck how much they said it ain't Mexico. Just like all terrorists ain't Muslim. So what you got is like, you do have your sharecroppers. You do have your maids and shit like that. People who working for less. But you also, you also got, you also got um Silicon Valley, Indian people, Asian people. Like all these people who work in so many different industries that, help the country excel that you he fucking it up and they pleading like yo man you do not want to do that but all he sees immigrants and that's how you know sometimes shit is just racial and like it's like well these motherfuckers taking our jobs and i always contest what job did you want that they took 
answer that. What job did you want that they took? You know what I mean? Like, let's be real. Because sharecropping, was you applying to be a sharecropper? Uh, IT and shit like that and information technology and development and R&D research and development, all this kind of shit. You think that they going to give a lesser person that job over you because of like your skin or like this is development shit. And these people fuck around and going to get deported. And you heard a lot of business that was thriving, losing some of their best researchers, losing some of their best um, engineers, losing some of their best people who was doing a great job. To no fault of their own, other than just, you know. So now, you get rid of people, you replace them with subpar people for the for the sake of saying, we did this shit. We got rid of all these damn immigrants. And then what? Let's say we get rid of all the immigrants. Violence continues to go up. Who's it on now? Economics? Where you taking money out? Money's gone. So I don't know. That's the shit that's new on TV because he made an announcement. Mm-hmm. And while we dealing with that shit, let's get into some more bullshit North Korea. Um, I don't know, man. This is like bullshit everywhere. Uh I think we need to stop fucking talking about North Korea as I talk about North Korea. Maybe we should stop talking about them till they do something. They said there's like here's the thing, there's no real news that comes out of North Korea because it's North Korean news and they own the news and run the news. So when they say that we successfully did something with a hydrogen bomb, how we just don't know that they fucked up on accident and damn they blew their shit up. They've been throwing missiles all over the place. Maybe those missiles are just that as good as it's gonna get. In the end of the day, I don't think In the end of the day, I don't think they really want those problems. Damn it. In the end of the day, I don't think they really want those problems. And I think that they're bluffing, and we just need to just let them bluff. Had to do something real quick. But, um, hold on. Actually, yeah, I think they bluffing, and we just need to let them bluff and just ignore their ass like every other president did thus far, unless he throws something that can go this far. And granted, I don't even know why we tripping. They got all that old-ass fucking technology, man. We got motherfucking stealth bombers. We got some of the fastest fucking jets in the world. We got all the intelligence we need. Like, we got every fucking thing. We worry about motherfucker with seven fucking bombs or whatever the fuck. And we got like thousands upon thousands. Why are we tripping over this nigga, man? Fuck him. Hold on. Watch this. See, I got this new Alexa shit. This, I got this new Echo. Watch this. Uh, Alexa, is North Korea a threat? I am. Fuck them niggas. Hell you mean. <laughs> Fuck them niggas, man. Uh <laughs> Hey, I got this new Alexa shit. This um Amazon Echo. Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. I love this motherfucking thing. On everything. This shit so fucking cool. Uh I uh I don't know why I bought that bitch, but hey, fuck this. Fuck all that old stupid shit. Um, man, I'm working on this new project, right? I'm trying to make this uh I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I never wrote it. I mean, I've r- tried writing scripts. I suck at writing scripts, but I'm writing this new movie, two new movies. Um, one of them is a bank robbery. Magnificent bank uh not magnificent, not a bank robbery, but just a robbery. Called the most magnificent robbery ever. And that's a working title. And basically it's gonna be starring me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna act my own role. I don't know, like I say starring, I don't know if I'm gonna be the main or like the second main. 
it'd be like two main characters in this whole thing and um and man i got the funny part <laughs> because i just can't hear anybody delivering these lines the way i want to deliver them so i gotta have a funny part that's why i said i don't necessarily want to be the funny part and the main main because then it's like catered to me i rather have another person be the main main but at the same time it makes sense for me to be the main character because I'm the vehicle that this fucking whole thing rides on in terms of this. So I've been writing this shit. It's pretty fucking funny. Um, it's not going to be a long. It's going to be a short because I don't want to like try to figure out comedy for a whole hour or some shit. So it's going to be a short film. And then I got another one that I'm working on that's basically going to be about me. It's going to be based on my life as a filmmaker. Um kind of Larry David style Kirby enthusiasm type shit but um, not meant to be funny but it could have some laughs in it I'm just spending a lot of time just kind of describing my life uh, not not describing my life it's like loosely based but it's just like how tough it is to do a film and all this type of shit and the shit that come with it in my personal life so it's like using my filmmaking life as a backdrop to talk about my personal life and all the shit that I got to go through. So, uh, I think that'll be interesting and fun. I'm working on that as we, well, not as we speak, I'm doing a podcast as we speak, but I'm working on that. Should be, should be fun once we get to it. Um, and, uh, then I got another documentary that I finally, Oh shit. Actually, before I talk about that, I don't even, because I can't really talk about that without talking about the other shit. You know, I just talk about doing the Queen X. I'm actually doing another um, live show that I produce personally from A to B. Like, like I'm doing this one at Queen X Magazine uh, September issue uh, release party, but like all the work there is done. <laughs> I just got to show up with my shit and then just get to talking that talk. But I'm doing a whole big event sometime here in the fall. Um, it's gonna be a men's meeting, and uh, I'm looking. I'm scouting some locations. I want it to be super dope. I want it to be big, uh, because of the subject matter. We're gonna talk about men and their relationships, how we deal with relationships, how poorly we deal with relationships, how great we deal with relationships, some of the misconceptions of what we think in our relationships. Why do niggas fuck with white bitches? Why do niggas fuck with black bitches? Why are niggas woke? Why do niggas not cheat? You know what I mean? Like, why niggas so faithful? Why niggas so committed to his woman? Why nigga don't make mistakes? These sort of things. Type of shit we're going to talk about uh, in this uh, uh, event. But I'm trying to scout some locations, get that going. Once we get that going, I'm going to drop some dates, put some dates together. And, uh, man, I hope to really see y'all show out because it's going to be a big one. Big uh live event with an audience and everything we're gonna talk about these issues issues no magazine um yeah so that is gonna be some shit i got going uh man it's kind of uneventful ass weekend i can't remember shit because i'm low-key sick and i'm caught low-key sick high seat high low-key sick high-key tired um, let's see. I know what did happen though. Uh, nigga went to, nigga went to. Uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna talk about this shit. I went to McDonald's, man. Fuck McDonald's. Period. Straight up, how I feel. Uh, I went. Well, nah. You know what? It ain't day fault. It ain't day fault. So speaking, damn. All right, fuck it. This is how we gonna end the show. I think. Because uh, I'm going to bring this whole thing full circle. Now, I went to McDonald's. I don't even eat McDonald's like that. I ain't ate McDonald's like that in years. I just went in there because the drink was 99 cent. And I was stopping on the chill. And uh, I got I got a drink and something else while I sat there and I was working on some shit. Using a little Wi-Fi for myself. And, man, so I'm sitting there. I go into the bitch. Motherfucking, um, I go to the uh cashier. You know, get rained up. This is what I want. Give me this. Give me that. Bow, bang, bang. She, she look at a nigga like, I don't even belong there. Now, I know what I said because she asked me what I wanted. And it wasn't no whole complex shit. It's two simple fucking items. One was a drink. So, really, it was just one item. 
you just hand me a cup and say ring up a drink and uh she asked me looked me dead in the eye when i said it the first time looked me dead now the second time hey let me get uh orange high seat and uh shit let me get uh a couple pieces of chicken nugget uh just a second bitch cough in the hand <coughs> <coughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Then she hit me with the, the long sniff. I can't do it. I don't like doing that shit on the fucking podcast with the sniffles and shit. But she gave me a... <coughs> and uh, one of them, uh, ah, I hate that shit just doing it. And uh, so I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this bitch over here with the pneumonia? All right. So then she say, she ringing nigga up all slow with all his attitude, hitting the numbers hard. Bink, bink, bink. Like, what the fuck is going on with this bullshit? Like, I ain't tripping. I'm like, man, you know, sometimes you just going to get shit service. It is what it is. Just give me my shit. I ain't really tripping. Now, she cough. <coughs> Same hand to cough. She want to pick up my motherfucking cup. You know, they give you the old paper cup and shit. I'm like, hey. Uh, so, I took the cup. And uh, I dropped it on some cool shit. Like, oh, shit. Hey, um, I dropped my cup. You think I can get another cup? And so this time she grabbed that cup from the bottom. First cup she gave me, she grabbed that shit from the top. So I got the cough hand with the fucking cup hand. You know what I mean? At the rim of the cup. like, And everybody know me. I don't really drink with no straw. I don't fuck with that slurp shit. So I kind of drink off the, you know, off the brim. So I'm over here. I get my cup. I get my new cup. I get my drink. I sit down. She uh, uh she come bring me my shit. Just plop, plop, plop. You know how when a fucking tray make a sound, it's just like, it's, it's loud as fuck. So she dropped the tray on the table. I'm over here on my little laptop trying to write on, I'm working on a little PowerPoint joint. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? All right, cool, whatever, man. Um, Get up. Like I told him, like, man, let me, I wanted honey mustard. Had to get up, go get the honey mustard, whatever, whatever. So, get the honey mustard situation, and and then I sit down. Next person walk in, bitch. All of a sudden, chipper as fuck. I'm like, hold on, where, who 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 is this happy motherfucker now? Cause when I showed up, you was with the angry face, sad face type shit. Now you all chipper asking them what they want. You do like a delicious pie to go with that. Like, you ain't asked me if I want shit with shit. Like, what's going on? So, all right, whatever. You know, shit happened. So, now I'm sitting up. I ain't tripping on it. I just like, these bitches out here crazy. Now, watching TV. Now, this is about when shit was getting real thick with the fucking Harvey flood in Houston. So, I'm watching it. It's just me and the other uh, white dude who, he, he, he just sitting there waiting. I thought, yeah, he was sitting there waiting. She over here with the broom. She come through with the broom. Then she stopped watching some TV. And it said on the thing, 56 people rescued. And she say, 56 people rescued. That's, 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 that is incredible. You know, it never should have been 56 people rescued because they should have evacuated when the place was coming. That's almost they fought putting all these people in danger. To help save their lives. And I'm just like, bitch, why don't you get your ass back behind that counter, finish sweeping or some shit? Nobody asked you for your commentary on the real world, which was crazy to me to even feel that way, but I felt like I was already disrespected. Then you come out here with the criticism, like you just the most upright fucking citizen in the world and shit. So I was kind of annoyed by this. But I'm just sitting there doing my little thing. And so then. She goes to the back. She goes back behind the counter. And then she's hit, she go with the, um. And so this day, Trump had just spoken at Corpus, I think it was. At Corpus Christi, he did that at Corpus. And so she say, oh, my God. You know, you see his hat? I got to get me in one of those hats. I already got Make America Great. But the USA one is so cute. Don't you think it's cute? Oh, my God. And you know what? You know what? He gets such a bad rap. 
He does. He out there trying to, he went out there to try to help those people. And they just, all they do is complain. That's what they, they just complain about everything he does. And I'm just at some point, you realize, like, and my mom, like, bitch, do you realize I'm like, come on now. You know, come on now. You know, I ain't, don't, don't let that blacks for, uh, blacks for Trump nigga in the crowd get you confused. Niggas is not fucking with him like that. You need to really chill the fuck out, McDonald's lady. And like, man, I'm just annoyed. Like, you just, you not passing any of the tests. You're highly critical people who trying to get their lives saved. And then you turn around and act like this. He's just doing the best he can. You know, he was never a politician. Then why the fuck the nigga run? You know what I mean? Like, come on now. You ain't ready to do this damn job. Don't run for it. That's how I feel. So, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm sitting here tripping. Like, come on, man. What the fuck is going on? Mickey D's, you got me in. Did I just get in the wrong? Did I walk into the wrong store? And so then the dude, the other dude, he's sitting in there. I don't know what his feelings was. He was a white cat. He, You know what I mean? He looked like he may have voted for Trump. And um, he get up pissed. Say, now, nah, come on. <clears throat> using her voice uh and he's just like man what's up like come on like i've been sitting here forever long trying to get my meal all i got was this and they just like and, and the mcdonald's lady got a fake uh not the one that i've been dealing with the manager she got a fake angry where is his meal where is it why is he don't have his meal like you can yell all day the meal ain't there and it should have been there so that's on y'all Maybe if Bertha and one sitting up here being critical of the motherfuckers who damn near about to die in Hurricane Harvey, or she wasn't too caught up in fucking trying to figure out which of Donald Trump's fucking ugly-ass, bullshit-ass hats she's trying to coordinate with. Maybe she just took some time out and saw this nigga been sitting out here for damn near 20 minutes waiting for a meal, and there ain't no goddamn line inside this bitch. It's like one of the worst. I honestly can say it's like one of the worst dining experiences I ever had. And granted, it's McDonald's. I don't really expect a lot. But that was the worst shit I ever seen. And you would almost think like with someone in management at least say, hey, birthday, you need to chill the fuck out. Like, and why you don't have to make your opinion that fucking out. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be different if it was like, uh, you know, Tad's Diner or some shit. You kind of expect that at a diner. But at McDonald's, I expect something totally different. And I don't think the people need to be robot, but you got to be aware of your surroundings enough to say, hey, that might not be a good statement to say what the black man over here. But then again, apparently white people don't give a fuck about black people near them. Um, according to the alt-right or the white nationalists, they, if that's like the swing that they swing on, they don't give a fuck who in there because they think they the one on top. But it was an experience. I definitely fucking went through it. Um... And see, I don't know where that shit come from. I don't know what emboldened these people like this. All the time. Uh, you know what? I'm going to let it go because I'm going to talk about this last thing before I get out of here. Um, I'm actually starting another podcast. Um, Possibly two, but for sure one. It's a much, much shorter part, podcast, like a 15-minute podcast. Um. And what it is, is going to be like a, I, I hate calling it inspirational type shit, but man, I'm going to talk that talk. I'm going to have, I'm going to just keep, like, it's one thing just going to have one line, not one line, but one um block on it where I just talk about this one particular subject or have people, a person on to talk about their own thing. So it's like motivational shit, but not motivational shit. It's like words of encouragement, words of wisdom. So I'm going to be sharing words of wisdom that I just got along the way. Things uh, it, making it a lot easier to kind of discuss books that I'm reading uh, or something that I watched that got me moved. I feel like, man, I should be I should be sharing that 
with people because I see so many people trying to do this and trying to do that. And it's like, where are you getting your fucking tips from? Where are you getting your ideas from? Like, everyone want to feel like it's just them. There's so much shit out there that, like, you could think you're right. It's plenty of times I thought I was right. I thought I was doing the right shit. thought I was on my way. For instance, like, I've been, um, I just learned this new technique in retouching photos, right? And I, I just bring this up because it's, so, it's such a small thing. But I thought my way was cool. And my way was cool. It was cool. I mean, if you see my shit, it ain't, you know, my shit's cool. But then I see this new technique. I'm like, wow. Wow. I, and I got there because I asked the cat, I said, hey, man, you know, what do you do? What's your way? And he told me his way. And I was like, I ain't never heard of that one. Because the other things I actually did, but then that one thing, I'm like, I ain't never had of that. And so I went and did some research. I was like, yo, man, this is like dope. Like, yeah, okay. Like, I feel, I can already feel myself getting better by using this new technique. Because, you know, I went and looked for it and I ain't afraid to be wrong. And so that's kind of the type of shit that I'm on is like, you know what I mean? The fact that you 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 know what I mean like what is it that I'm doing and seeing and influencing me and hopefully I can make those same thing influence you. Like I said, it's gonna be a short joint, like a fifteen minute little piece piece together, and um and then I have guests to come and do the same thing. Like, hey man, hit us with fifteen minutes of that good shit. And uh, I ain't come up with a name for it yet, but uh, I plan to start it possibly October. Um, it'll fall in line with another event I'm doing. I'll talk about, uh, actually, I'll talk about it now. Uh, I'm doing a little, um, networking event type thing, speaking on this shit, talking about my brand, talking about what it is I want to do, what I'm trying to do, uh, with some investors and shit. So I'm jumping into the 1 million cups program. Um, and that'll be on October 4th, I believe. Yeah, 4th. October 3rd is the boy B-Day and then October 4th. So is when I'll do that. Um, and we'll see how they go. Um, I know a couple people doing it. Uh, Raquel from the uh, <sighs> ICT Connect podcast. She's doing it. And, uh, and I had a few people uh, influence me to do it. I didn't want to do it because of how I feel about networking events and shit like that. I kind of feel like it's... Uh, it can be a little bit dog and pony. You know what I mean? Like, one thing that annoys me is some of the language used at these type of events. Um, I won't talk about it now because I'm trying to close the show and I'm dog beat tired. I ain't had I'm uh, a break in a while. I said I'm about to switch subjects again, but I because I ain't had no real rest in the last five days. So that's why I sound how I sound right now. Voice almost gone and shit. Leaned all over. <laughs> that whole thing. So, mm, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this shit up. One Million Cups coming soon. Don't forget next, next, uh, fuck it. September 15th, I'll be with Automat, um, the Queen X September issue release party, where she's going to be doing a lot of, uh, giveaways and prizes. There's also going to be a lot of female pampering for the address address and times go to the facebook uh kind of famous pod ah go to the facebook kind of famous pod podcast page k-i-n-d-a famous pod p-o-d uh and uh you can also go to the queen x instagram or facebook page as well to get more information so that's queen x as in q-u-e-e-n space x all right so that's that part. Um, Arrowfilms, arrowfilms.com, A-R-O-W-E, films.com. That's where you see all the shit I got coming up, which, as you can see from this show, it's quite a bit. So it's time to organize all that shit. And when I get that organized, I'm going to start talking about it a little bit more. Also, Alexa, got a dope-ass podcast. You understand what I'm saying? I'm Kind of Famous Podcast. Watch this. Hold on. Well, fuck it. I said it wrong, but I'm fucking with this Alexa thing. Um, we'll see what happens from there. But anyway, uh, arrowfilms.com, kind of famous pod. Get them clean ass people collectors. Go get Wi Fi, rock bottom, something by me, book. 
Watch the documentary on um, YouTube because everybody fucking with it. EFCfight.com. Uh, what else? Am I am I missing something? I'm missing a whole bunch of other shit. But anyway, until next time, I'm gonna take a nap. I'm gonna have a chill. Go look at some pictures and shit that I put on the Facebook. On now Facebook on the Arrow Films website. And nigga, I'm tired as fuck. So I'm about to go lay the fuck down. And when you lay the fuck down, I like to tell you, Mama, I said. So Hi. in light of you being kind of famous, why the hell I'm kind of famous? Who the hell she know? <laughs> <laughs>